Hello, hello, Ashley here. Welcome back to the Maverick Mompreneur podcast, where you, as a female online entrepreneur, are encouraged to build a life and business in ways that feel aligned for you, whether you're a mom or not. Let's just make that clear. I am a Maverick Mompreneur because I have a daughter, but if you're listening to this, you have a business online or that you're marketing online and you're a Maverick in the sense that you do things outside of the box or you're not afraid to and you're here for that kind of life and business. And I'm so glad you are here and appreciate your time very much. So sit tight. I have a lot to say on this topic and I hope it's good food for thought. Today's episode is gonna be about posting or not posting your significant other on social media, particularly as an online business owner. I had a discussion with a client around balancing keeping her personal life and her business life separate and what the line is when it comes to sharing your relationship or in her case her marriage or really any part of your life and so this episode comes out of that conversation and some thoughts that I've had in the past and that I now have based on experience and perspective that I've gained from that experience but I did want to say that I'm going to share the perspective that I have for myself which spoiler alert obviously the title shows that I will not post my significant other on social media with the caveat anymore. I've literally done the exact opposite of that in the past. And so I'm not talking about this from a seat of judgment where I feel like this is the only way, but from a place of perspective from my experience. And then also I want to bring in some research just for your consideration that I find really interesting. But as with all things, please filter what I'm saying or what anyone is saying through what feels right and healthy for you and for your partnership, for your partner, for your marriage. I think that goes without saying, but I just wanted to start this out because I am gonna be sharing with you from a place of personal opinion. So if I say anything that comes across as judgy, just know that that's not my heart. And really, I just want this to be food for thought based on something that took me a lot of learning to get through. Okay, so let's get into it. Before we get started, I wanted to read the most kind review of a one-on-one call from Allison Lowe. She's amazing. I had such a wonderful time working with her in an intensive one-on-one session, and she shared afterwards in our Elevate Academy Facebook group. I wanted to share and post as I had my first one-on-one coaching call with Ashley on Friday, and I I really can't thank and praise her enough. In an hour, Ashley was able to literally put on paper all my business ideas and thoughts. Giving my brand clarity, direction, and focus really doesn't seem to do the call justice. Thank you so very much. I cannot wait for the content creation course to start and of course my next coaching call. I cannot recommend and thank Ashley enough. I'm so excited and literally just watch this space. We just need to sort this time difference out because she lives in the UK. So thank you, Allison, so much for that review. I have been enjoying working one-on-one with clients in shorter term spurts versus the longer term. And so depending on my schedule, I may or may not have availability, but if you are looking for support in getting clarity on your brand, getting direction on your brand, in creating a website with SEO for your brand, creating sales funnels on that website for your affiliate or social selling products, for getting your systems on point so that you're not spinning your wheels constantly when it comes to content creation, all of 
the things. I am here to help. And if you're interested in more one-on-one support, you can always direct message me on Instagram at Ashley R. Latimer. You can also go to elevatedwithashley.com and check out my website there. Elevatedwithashley.com forward slash courses has links to courses and there's also a coaching tab and you can find out a little bit more information there. But I would love to work with you and have the opportunity to help you to refine, define, and elevate your brand. So let me know if I can be of help. Okay, back to chatting about whether or not we're posting our partners on social media. So let's start out with a few general reasons why someone, an individual, might choose to not post their significant other on social media. Because this goes without saying, the positive reasons someone might choose to post their significant other on social media are to give them attention, to give them public praise, it's like a public display of affection, to meet their partner's love language needs. Of course, it doesn't have to be a bad thing to appreciate your partner online, of course not. But there are a few reasons why someone might choose not to. First, obviously respecting your partner privacy and preferences. So you may have a partner or you may be the partner that doesn't want to be in the public eye. Although for you listening, that's not an option for you. You have a business, a storefront that's online. So this would be from your perspective, your partner having that preference to be private, to not have themselves or their relationship shared online. They might not feel comfortable with that at all. Their personal life, your marriage, your partnership, being shared on social media. Secondly, some people feel and believe that sharing too much of their personal life online can actually put their relationship at risk or ruin the intimacy that they have, the intimacy of their bond. There are some people out there who literally love to ruin relationships. So if they know that you have one, they will try to insert themselves. So that's one aspect of how it could put the relationship at risk. And also just as simple as having that mismatch of wanting to be posted versus not wanting to be posted, private versus public. That's one of the reasons why someone might choose to not post their significant other. And then finally, there are just people who prefer to keep certain aspects of their life private and that's okay too. And it's obviously up to you as a couple to decide what feels right for you. And then I'm definitely one of those people who now being an online business owner chooses to keep certain aspects of my life very private and very sacred. And that's based based on past experiences that I've had and also analyzing my motivations for participating in that kind of social media activity. So again, it's a little different when your storefront or your business is on social media, but I wanna let you know, you don't owe any part of your life to your audience. If you would like to share about your partner, that's great. If you're a lifestyle brand and you share all the things and that's just part of what you do and your partner is on board with that, that's one thing. But you don't have to. You don't owe anyone access into every area of your life. Just like people choose not to share their children on social media for a certain set of reasons and other people do, and there's no necessary wrong or right, there's pluses and minuses, the same in this situation. So let me give you my current status. So this is as much as you'll hear me talk about my relationship, but again, this is not on social media and this is hopefully a good case in points for this topic. So right now I am, praise the Lord, in the most healthy and connected relationship of my entire life. And I'm almost 40 and I've been through my share of relationships and 
this is completely different and I'm in such a good place with it, but I will never share him on social media, which is basically the opposite of anything I've experienced before. But first, let me say the first reason and the number one reason that I will never share him on social media is because it's his preference. He is extremely private and has had to be extremely private. He does not have social media and I respect both of those things very much. So even if he did, or even if I didn't feel the way I do about sharing my significant other on social media, I wouldn't because of his preference. That's not something that would make my partner feel loved. If it did, that would be something that I would have to consider whether or not my boundary around not wanting to post significant others on social media, if that's something that I could loosen up. But luckily for us, that is not an issue. I don't want to, he wouldn't like that. We haven't even had the discussion. I just know this. So even if he did have social media or wanted me to share him on social media, I wouldn't. I did date someone for quite a while and I also didn't post about that relationship or that person, but that was based on an entirely different reason, more on the instability of that relationship and being pretty sure that I didn't want to look foolish or at least as foolish as I actually felt in real life for at that time, allowing someone to basically discard me and then allowing them back into my life and rinse and repeat. I didn't want to tee myself up for the inevitable embarrassment upon breaking up, which ultimately did happen. So live, learn, grow. I learned a lot through that experience. And this brings up the question when it comes to this topic of what to do with the posts that you do post after a breakup. And I don't know if you've experienced this. I certainly have, especially as an online business owner. Do you keep those posts up? Do you delete them? To me, it's almost like a lose-lose type of situation because if you delete them, your audience might be asking you about what happened to your relationship and you might not want to discuss it. But then if you keep up the old pictures, then it's a mismatch of where you're at in your journey as it pertains to partnerhood. And then, ugh. I mean, not that you owe anyone an explanation of your relationship status or your marital status, but still, if you're in the public eye, you have an audience, it just creates discomfort and questions may come up, which you don't have to answer because boundaries but in my opinion that's not something that I want to open myself up to ever again interestingly I've been doing some research on this topic there is some research and it's published in the personality and social psychology bulletin an active unwillingness to post pictures of your partner may be a sign that you or someone else has an avoidant attachment style, meaning that you or this person typically withdraws and disengages from your partner regularly as opposed to giving them the attention that they might want. This is not my motivation, but there are people who don't want to post really has to do with their avoidant attachment style. And that doesn't feel comfortable to their nervous system, which of course we want to respect. We all have different attachment styles. And this to me made a whole lot of sense in the context that I've experienced this in. You don't have to post your partner if your partner does or vice versa. That's a conversation between two people and communication about what feels good and healthy. But maybe these will give you some questions and things to think about as to what feels like a healthy reason for or for not posting your significant other on social media. That took me about 10 minutes of 
thinking through talking to get to that conclusion. But that's basically what this comes down to. You want to have a motivation check as to why you post or why you don't and why that feels good and healthy for you either way. What I've learned from the past is that I would, if I were to post a significant other online, I would be posting in part, no matter how healthy and healed and independent and detached from other people's opinions I am, I think that there's a slippery slope of validation seeking that happens when, for me and some other people, we post our significant others. And it can be a mask for reality, whether we think of it that way or not. I want to make sure that things in my relationship feel good based solely, solely on the connection that I have with this person and not what other people's opinions or validation about, oh, how cute you look or appear to be together or how often he posts about me or I post about him and the way that it's curated to look. I so strongly want that not to be a part of that intimate relationship. So that for me is the number one factor aside from this particular partner that I have wouldn't appreciate it and I wouldn't want to trample someone else's boundaries that wouldn't appreciate that. But no matter who it is that I'm with, really want that one part of my life private and sacred, especially as an online business owner, so much of the rest of my personality or my life is public. And of course, caveat that whether you're an online business owner or you are not, all of our social media is curated. We are not seeing a live stream drone following around every person through the good, bad, ups and downs, ugly. We're not seeing that. And of course we're not. No one would want to watch that. Well, I mean, maybe it's not a dig at someone if they don't share all the parts of their life, but just keep that in mind. What you see is not the full picture of anything and particularly not with relationships. So anyway, with my current relationship, I do feel very confident that there's not a gap that needs to be filled with the validation of other people telling me that we're good together because literally I've made it that way so that I can assess based on my own in real life experience, my own nervous system experience of being present with that person. There is no other input to give me a hit of dopamine or to create cognitive dissonance potentially between what's really in real life and the curated piece that we see on social media or words of affirmation, that being my love language, this is particularly important, words of affirmation in front of others, which there are some people who can do that, post about their significant other purely out of the love of their heart, purely for that other person because they want their partner to feel so good and they know that that's something that they would appreciate. But the danger here, especially when you start dating someone and it's not someone that you've been with forever and you know their character inside and out, you could actually find yourself in a situation where unknowingly you posting about your significant other is feeding their need for narcissistic supply, basically attention. If they're an attention whore type of person and you're posting about them all the time and you're thinking, oh, I'm showing this person I love them. From that perspective, they could be feeling not just loved, but the attention that they're receiving from other people's validation on that post is what is filling them up, not you. 
you are not enough for them. You, for that type of person, you will never be enough for them. But it can create this false sense of a perfect relationship because you posting about your significant other is making them happy, but it's not that you are making them happy. It's not that those words are making them happy. It's the validation that they receive through seeing others' reactions. And on the flip side, with this type of personality as well, if that person is posting about you as their significant other, and you are receiving that as, oh my goodness, these words of love, but they are posting so that they look good by the words that they say, that's also not a match. And so what happens there is it looks to everyone else and it feels to you sometimes that things are one way, but then the experience behind the scenes isn't matching up to that. And that creates cognitive dissonance that may keep you in a relationship for a lot longer than you should be if that weren't a factor. And so for me, this is very important to not have as a part of my relationship. And again, food for thought, just chatting about this. And I think we all know that I'm speaking to online business owners here and influencers. People will literally date and continue to be with you or be with someone who is influential, who does have an audience for that attention, for that clout. They're not seeing you as the person that you are for your heart and soul. They're seeing you for this image that you not in a bad way, but you're portraying yourself, you're branding yourself this certain way online. People filter that through their own perception and then come up with this reality of who you are, but they're not actually seeing you. I want to know that I am in a relationship with someone who sees me for me. I freaking love that that is not a factor. It makes things so crystal clear. Ask yourself if your partner would feel loved by you sharing on social media about your relationship. If that is the case and you are with someone that you feel confident, your relationship is good. You are solid. And sharing a social media post about your relationship would make your partner feel good. I say go for it. And that feels healthy and good. Great. And vice versa. If that's not the case and there is that cognitive dissonance, what what is the motivation for sharing a social media post or post or in general about your relationship? Validation from others who aren't in that relationship should have no place in it. And it's really easy to do. This could be different if part of your personal brand and your brand content pillars is, say, marriage, divorce, dating, etc. You may share about your partner, but you also may not. Again, that's your choice. I don't care what your content pillars are. If you don't want to share about your partner on social media, you don't have to. You don't owe that to anyone. Now I want to talk to you about something that is a little touchy. But again, I feel like I have expertise in this because I've been the person who's done this. Like I've been this person. It's research backed and also personal life experience research backed. So this doesn't always apply, but I have definitely noticed a trend over the last, I don't know, two decades. Well, two decades wouldn't really make sense because we really didn't have social media two decades ago. But ever since I can remember being online back in the days, where you had to have a college email to sign up for Facebook. The couples who post the most about each other 
at least the most with effusive posts often have some really toxic-ish behind closed doors and I'm frankly not surprised when they end up not together. And again, I've been that person, which led me to do a little research. And there is a newer study that suggests that all of this posting and boasting about your relationship on social media may be a sign or even a cause of trouble in paradise. I'm reading actually from this article right now. In a survey of more than 2,000 British citizens who are currently in a relationship, just 10% of those who post images of themselves and their partner on social media describe the state of their couplehood as quote-unquote very happy. Nearly half 46% of respondents who do not publish such posts said that their relationship was, in fact, a very happy one. So this just goes to show that just because you see someone, a couple, posting and it just seems like this beautiful, perfect, enviable relationship, that is not always the case. In fact, this study shows that that's not even typically the case. Cognitive dissonance is real, and I think that if you are are not 1000% solid that the relationship that you have offline matches the one that's being portrayed online, often there is a dissonance. There are two things happening that don't align. And again, that can keep us in situations for longer. And frankly, it's toxic because it gives this impression to other people that their perfectly healthy relationship perhaps is not as good as what they're seeing online, which in fact, may be quite the opposite offline. Posting public displays of affection for your partner, there isn't always one motivation for that and there isn't just one way that that's taken by both your partner and your audience. So just some things to think about. A question to ask yourself is, Do I feel as happy in my relationship as I'm portraying online? And that question can open up a can of worms if there's something dissonant going on there. But dig into it if it does. If the answer is no, recommendation, you may want to focus less on posting about your relationship, about your significant other, to create outward impressions, to receive validation, and more on either nurturing that relationship, thinking through whether it's It is a relationship that you should and or want to be in after all. And if there's honestly, this is what I had to ask myself, if there are any areas that need healing within yourself so that you aren't needing that validation on anything in your life and particularly a relationship in order to want to be in it for it to just be pure. It's such a good, different feeling and you may not resonate with this part of it at all, but if you do, if you know, you know. And just as a reminder, since I'm gonna wrap up, I've been chatting with you for way too long about this, but a reminder that the relationships that you're seeing and and being online are not always as they appear to be. People post what they want you to see as a curated reality and of course that is their right. We don't need to air all of our dirty laundry. There is a line that line is different for everyone. But just remember that what you see online isn't the full picture and you are not required to post the full picture. And posting your significant other on social media isn't a bad thing, but keeping it completely off social media is also not a bad thing. And it may just be the best thing for your relationship. It may be the best thing for your heart and for your confidence that you are in a relationship that's based 
solely upon the connection that you have between you and your partner without the extra dopamine hit of validation for what you look like together or how cute you seem together or whatever it might be that people say in response. Or on the flip side, it could even be that people are critical of your relationship and they don't understand you or whatever. And if it's that side of things, there's also other questions to ask yourself if those people are influential in your life and actually really know you. Like whose opinion do you give weight to? That's a whole other conversation. But either way, that's my stance on it. There's no wrong or right, but there is a right for me and for right now because I reserve the right to change my mind based on experience. I wouldn't have shared this opinion prior to having an online business, prior to seeing what happens when you go from posting about someone to not posting about someone because you have an online business and how that can impact things. I hope this was helpful food for thought. I would be really curious to hear feedback from you. Hit me up on Instagram. Let me know your opinion. Do you post about your significant other? Do you not? Why or why not? Is there anything that I said in this episode that triggered you to have an aha or think through something differently maybe? I would love to hear that. If you enjoyed this episode, honestly, the best thing you could possibly do if you enjoy this content is to share it on your social media, take a screenshot, tag me, let me know what you loved, let your audience know what you loved. Just appreciate you so much. Cheers to making decisions that are healthy for you, both in your life and your business. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you.